Podcast 4-6. Andy Monday, Dan the Podcast Man, Matt Panier. Dan the Video Rumble, Man. Rumble Over the Thunder Podcast 46 here from the X, downtown Kakona. Tom Jaska. That's a Late good model one. racer at Slinger. Cole Trickle in the City Chevrolet yeah. Superflow. Right. Lumina. Cole Bigelow. 46 is a tough one. I think it is. Not a popular number. I wonder why that is. I don't know. I don't know either. Adds up to 10. That's kind of cool. 10? Four and six. Works. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a popular number. And you know what? The reverse of it, 64. Same not a popular thing. one. Oh, Rocky Breezer? Rocky Breezer. Yeah, same <laughs> thing. Weird, weird stuff. All right. Well, after a month hiatus, we're back. I finally don't have to drive all the way back home to Lake Geneva. I'm going to work remote tomorrow. It's a heck of a ride. A I'm sure ways. that wears on you after a while, yeah. eh? Construction now, too? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. All the way from uh, the 41-45 split yep. to 28. Good 20-some miles today. Good Lord. You know, funny you bring that up. I was helping Johnny DeAngelis at the Slinger Nationals, and I left my house to go down there, and I got stuck in that. So then on Tuesday, I'm like, I am not even going to bother and just exited on 28 and took back roads because it was awful. Just awful. Like an hour and 45 minutes from Appleton to get to Slinger. Right, and it's usually like an hour 10. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I, and I don't even know what they're doing. They, they had about 20 miles closed off, and I think they were working on about one. I think eventually the plan is Milwaukee to Green Bay is going to be three lanes on each side. That'd be great, but they're not even working on that right now. Almost seems like... Welcome to road construction (laughs) in the state of Orange barrels. Yep. Isn't there an orange barrel-sponsored car at Slinger? Tim Lampman? Tim Lampman, Barricade Barricade, Flasher Yeah, see? How about that for a drop-in? Right. Does he supply the Tundra barrel? He does. (laughs) Look at that. sponsored by Barricade Flasher. (laughs) Anyway... We've been having some happenings at WIR. It's been uh, quite the season thus far. I think the last time we joined you was right about the red race. We've got a white race winner now. That was Bobby Kendall, and he won again tonight. Now, folks might wonder, all right, Bobby Kendall won last week. He started up front this week. Important to note that the white race and the red race and the blue race don't affect the starting behind the invert. We actually had to go all the way back to when Alex Stumpf won a few weeks ago. He ended up starting behind the invert. Bobby Kenwell, now he's going to start behind the invert next week, but he'll also have to start behind the invert at the blue race. So if anybody was confused, that's why it happened. Yeah, and the reason that really changed the background on it was, I believe in 2015, Steve Apel had won the red race and the white race, and he showed up. Um, in a race in between just to get his starting in the back out of the way before the white and the blue race. So it was kind of like, do we need to make the red, white, and blue if it's truly a standalone series? If you win the red, you start in the back of the white. If you win the white, you start in the back of the blue um, because that is a separate series and separate points. And uh, Typically, they're longer laps, so it's almost beneficial sometimes to start in the back of a red, white, and blue race because you have extra time to get to the front anyway. You racers always got to do sneaky things to get around rules, don't you? What are you talking about? Hey, if you're not stretching the rules, you're not trying, right? I guess. Somebody There's said a that. reason the rule book is thick. Right. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly because I've written a rule book. <laughs> and it started at about seven pages, and now it's up to 14. Oh, so, sounds about right. Just the way it is. 
every year you add a little bit more. Racing's been fantastic at WIR this year so far. Um, let's just get right into the super late class. I mean, you got Bobby Kendall, who's really picking things up right now. Sawyer Efforts has had a really nice season. They're one and two of the points. Brent Strelka be three. You're up there too, Andy. I think you're four now. Sounds about right. And Jesse Audenhoven's up there too. Uh, you and I talked about this on the front stretch. You know, in years past, Casey Johnson, most notably last year, picking up a lot of fast times, kind of dominating the qualifying. And we looked this year, and it seems like it's a different face down on the front stretch each week. And you attribute that to the class just being really close this year. Yeah, it's so competitive. There is really seven or eight cars that can get fast time or win the feature on any given night. And you saw it again. I mean, look at a guy like Grant Griesbach, who we haven't talked a ton about on the podcast. He qualifies second tonight, and he was second in the feature a few weeks ago to Alex Stump. I mean, there's another guy that's just right in the mix and a contender as well. So um, it makes it a lot of fun. It makes it a lot of work because you're really just trying to find the edge over the competition. And sometimes it just comes down to tires. So if you have a guy who has a bad race and has to pull off midway through, you know he's going to have the upper hand the following week because there's not as many laps on his tires. Gee, it sounds like you have personal experience with that a little bit. There. When's that? Gee, I don't know. Last week? Last week and this oh, week. See, the red, white, and blue tires are separate too. Oh, okay. So we can't run any of the red, white, and blue really? tires on the two-tire shows. Those are all separate. Oh, that's nifty. Yeah. But what I was getting at is it's so competitive that if you have somebody that's got 10 or 15 less laps on their tires, you can almost see it in qualifying right away. Like, that's going to be the car to beat. Of this group of seven or eight, now that just set that person, gave them that little bit extra uh, to push them over to top. So Yeah, and the thing about that, too, is you might say, well, hey, you know, why wouldn't you just sacrifice a week and then have nice tires for the next? You can't do that because you're putting yourself behind the eight ball point wise. So yeah, you do have the benefit of having fresher tires, but if you finish 18th the week before versus the top five finish, yeah, it's the all consistency kind of itself out. Exactly, it's the consistency that's that's key when it comes to that. So, and uh, I don't know, Dan. I think you wanted to bring something up here. Nope. Oh, Dan. Nope. Not getting into it. Jeepers, creepers. Well, Not getting into let's it. Let's just say that uh, there have been instances this season where drivers have uh, kind of gotten a little heated toward each other. And, Andy, we're going to look at you here because you and Brent Straka had uh, a close call tonight. Let's put it that way. It's all part of racing for points, isn't it? Uh, it's aggressive driving. It's uh, two guys going for the same real estate. And... Late in the race, you're trying to get every position you can. We were battling for fourth there, and Jesse was trying to get a run on Lowell, and it looked like Lowell was holding him off. So you kind of wanted to go to the outside lane, but you didn't want to get stuck in the outside lane if the inside lane was going to go. Um, you know, Brent got a run down the back stretch. I kept it tight getting into three, but I did also pull up high getting into turn three to give him extra room, uh, knowing that they're – when you drive straight into a corner at 120, it's not just going to turn on a dime and go the direction you want it to. So I moved up the track to give him extra room. Unfortunately, it didn't fare well for him in the end, and uh, I'm sure he's pretty upset about it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I race people the way they race me, and I feel that's how I've been raced all year. So I kind of think sorry, not sorry about it, honestly. And if well, someone's upset about it, I'll see you next week on the track. Well, all in all, it makes for an interesting theater for us because 
I'll tell you, I've been to racetracks where you don't have the rivalries, where everybody kind of sits back and sings kumbaya, and they don't really go after it on the racetrack. It's not as fun as when there's a little bit of controversy here and there. It's all part of the game. It's all, you know, as long as everybody's able to load it in the trailer at the end of the year, that's kind of what we want to see. But, uh, hey, let's, let's build the drama here. Let's build the rivalries. You know, Joe Vertigan always told me, he said, every racetrack needs a villain. Now, whether you are that villain to the 52 fans or the 52 is the villain to your fans or someone's a villain to everybody, just makes it more entertaining. It does. And, you know, Brent had a nice article in the paper a few weeks ago, the Post Crescent did, and he mentioned uh, the competition in the super late model class. And he mentioned particularly our team that we've had a few agree to disagree moments on the track this year. And it'll be interesting how the rest of the year plays out. And here we are and it's playing out so um, we all are racing hard it's all matter of inches and sometimes you're the dog and sometimes you're the hydrant and that's just the way it's gonna be for sure that's well, a Marty Nussbaum quote right there I uh, I heard it from Bickles sometimes you're the bug and sometimes you're the windshield so <laughs> that's a good one too but that's a good one too big one coming up here in a couple of weeks for you guys super lates Midwest Tour 250, the Dixieland. Um, it, it's always an interesting thing for me because I know that here you are on one hand racing for points every Thursday night, and it's a quick turnaround from Tuesday to Thursday. So you worry about keeping the car in one piece. You come out for the Thursdays, you got the point battles. But on the other hand, the 250, it's a big one. Big guys coming to town, Kyle Busch, Bubba Pollard. You want to rub elbows with them, you want to race well. So for someone like you now, you had two cars there for a hot second, then Robbie Bobby bought it. But uh, how, how, does this, how does this play through for someone like you? It's a challenge, I'll be honest. Uh, usually every year I take the entire week off because I know how much work's going to go into it. Uh, Monday's basically set up and prep for the 250, then you're at the track all day racing, and Wednesday is a full day in itself just getting the car turned around for Thursday after a race like the 250, let alone any additional damage or motor troubles or anything else on top of it. So it is a long week, but... Um, it's our biggest race of the year. You know, it's $10,000 to win. You have NASCAR competitors coming in to race against you. All your fans and sponsors wants to see how you stack up against those guys. Um, I sat it out three years ago when we were tight with Lowell Bennett for the championship just to make sure the car stayed intact for the Thursday push. Um, and I think you might see that again with a guy, you know, like Sawyer Efforts. They only have one car. Do they? They're having a great season, second in points. Do they decide not to run the 250 just to focus on the Thursday night deal? Um, where Bobby Kendall has two cars, Jeff and Oneman has two cars. Um, that makes it a little more uh, inviting to run knowing you have a backup plan. And that's probably what I'll be working on in the next couple weeks is we are going to run the 250 and run it with our car. But I, are there some other teams I can talk to in the event something bad happens where you at least have another car you could rent or use on Thursday to stay in the mix? Yeah, so that's where uh, having some nice ties to guys comes in real handy. Maybe even the Robbie Bobby car. There, hey, yeah, that's your car, man. Like, maybe you could borrow it back. You <laughs> never know. Tell us about that too, man. They talk about a guy that had some bad luck all in one week compounded. You know, he flipped the car that he had, 
that Mike Meyerhofer had raced at the red race and was supposed to race at the white. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, pretty spectacular crash. Uh, Robert Younger, Robbie Bobby, ends up going into, it's at Norway. It hits the flag, the jersey barrier in front of the flag stand, flips yep. it, destroyed the car. So then he comes to you. You had a car for sale, buys it. Mike Meyerhofer races it at the white race and the rear end brakes. Or he got the wall, I think, first and then. Uh, yeah, the throttle stuck on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So they had a, a pretty wild Friday night at Norway, like you said. Uh, I talked to Robbie right away Friday night. He wanted to know if I still had the car. They wanted to come look at it. And Sunday, they picked up the car and they put in a ton of work into that thing because, um, yeah, it was it had a body on it and brakes and everything. They still had to mount a seat, put an engine in, transmission, get it all set up. Um, went out to the track with them Tuesday night. They tested to get ready, get it kind of lined up so he could race it. I had some unfortunate luck at the white race where it got wrecked. They worked again, put it back together so Robbie could race it on Friday, and uh, they're going to Norway again tomorrow with it. So. They're having a lot of fun, and it's fun to see it back out there. And it's when Mike was driving it Tuesday practice before the white race, it was it was really fast. They were they weren't on very good tires, but they were turning really good times. So uh, as they both get more comfortable with it, that that car will be pretty successful as well. And that's kind of an interesting trio too. You have Meyerhofer, Robert Younger, and then. Greg Hauser and Younger is driving Hauser's station wagon here on Thursdays. and Yeah, just everybody's in yeah, everybody's cars. They're, they're, they're all over the place, too. But racing swingers. Racing, having a good time. <laughs> having a good time. That's all that matters. Speaking Not like of, that. Speaking of having a good time, I've been enjoying watching the late model class this year. It's been pretty fantastic. Your brother Brian's having a good year. Set fast time. Four feature wins on the season. He and Brazen Betta kind of going back for the back and forth for the championship. Chase Randerson throws himself into the mix tonight saying, hey, don't forget about me. I won a couple of features last year. He wins tonight. I feel like this is a repeat. I, I think we've seen this one before. Yeah. You saw this movie? Uh, we've seen this movie before. <laughs> I, I think what you have is you have two guys who have really set themselves kind of apart from the rest of the pack or at least – at the beginning, they have. I mean, there's still some good racers that are lurking around third and fourth, but if you look at the points, it's already kind of brazen uh, and Brian. More, yeah, two more show. It, it's kind of turning out that way. Time, they haven't set themselves apart. Minus, you know, Brian winning four. It's been a different winner every week. Brian's the only repeat. That's very yeah, true. Yeah, Mike King get one. King Chase Anderson. Yep. Brazen uh, got Brazen, one. Obviously. Brazen got one. And then um, Mike King got one, I thought. Yep. I mentioned him, yep. And then Eddie Guest Munster. Guest of the podcast. Eddie Munster's not got one yet. He hasn't? I thought he did. Not yet. A little bit quicker minutes. tonight. A little bit quicker tonight he was. Oh, yeah, he was. He yeah. was He was holding off both Brazen Yeah, he was pushing Brian, Brian around at the last lap there. Yep. Yeah, he was. He was going for the spot and then uh, just came up a little bit shy, but... You know, that class, unfortunately, over the last few years has gotten a reputation for being a bit rough, destroying a lot of things, not living up to that reputation this year. A lot yeah. of green to checkered, we not a lot of yellow flags. Tonight, though, in the heat he race. race. We did, we did. But somebody slapped the wall, got loose. It happens. It does. You're it's gonna not have, every week. You're going to have that. It's very rare this year. I mean, they've been racing really cleanly. And how about... 
I've been really impressed with both of the rookies in that class this year. Brian Henry's done a fantastic job in that seven oh, yeah. car. And Rachel Meyerhofer, you want to talk about someone who's picking things up really quickly. She won her heat tonight. I, there was a race a couple of weeks ago where she was stuck on the outside for the entire race. And for a rookie out on the she half mile on the well. eight-inch tires, that's not an easy proposition. But she did really well, hung in there. And, and you know, I'm going to say this. With all the adversity that Tara has had over the last three years, she's starting to... She's picking it up. She's picking it up. Yeah, she's she had had a, she's qualified had, under 21 seconds now last week. I mean, four blown motors, how many wrecks, how many you know spins has she had over the last few years just trying to learn this car? It's been a difficult run for her, but I think she's... Keeps digging. Right. She keeps digging, right. and she's making it. Yeah. And uh, a new driver tonight, too, uh, Retzloff in the 20 car. That is the car last year that Brett Wenzel drove, the Maxwell Schultz car. Okay. Yep. Oh, wow. So they just went and uh, picked that up. And here we go, another car. Great to see. Yeah, good We'd to see, to see car. more of it. Love to see more of it. You know, and another car that showed up, shows up a couple times every year. Right. Scott Baker. Scott Baker. Sucks for him because he just yep. got completely torn up in that racing right. deal. And, and Todd Brahagan sounds like he'll be back next week. Good. Yep. Good, yeah. I mean, that car's just sitting there, so why not race it? Right. So it'd be good to see some more cars. And, you know, like we said, part of this is also, you know, you're going to want to keep an eye on that quarter mile A model class because you probably see a lot of those drivers moving up. Well, the ones the, that aren't, you know, right. returning from 20 years ago. And, and their car counts have been solid, you know, right around that 14. And last week, I loved it. Pete McVeigh set fast time. In a car you, that was destroyed down in Florida over the offseason. You are not going to find a happier guy to set fast time than Pete McVeigh. Oh, right. He was so he excited. Was he was so excited to set fast time. And uh, I don't know. That class has really been doing well. You want to talk about a class that has an exploding car count? The V6 Robles. What did we start with? Seven of them, and I think we were at six eight. of them, and we had 18 tonight. 18 tonight. 18 tonight. In, in the in just the third race. Yeah, that's incredible. Like some people took a wait and see approach, and then once they saw it on the track, they're like, "I got to do that." You know, that's fun cheap. to watch. I can get in there. I would love to see them do like they do with the Enduros, though. Red flag it. Get the driver out of there. Leave the car where it is. Just coming from, you know, I'm not necessarily a promoter, but I think you about can the fan be. standpoint. Anybody, no, 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 hey, no, if no, I can no, be, no, you no, can be too. No, no, no. It's not, I'm not no. going to say it's not hard, but <laughs> uh, no. it's not coming, fun sometimes. I come from a fan background. To me, honestly, having a 10-minute red flag three times in a race, I, uh, it gets to me. It's tough, but, you know, let's not forget this is just the third time out for this class. Right. There are a lot of drivers in that division that aren't, you know, when you start a division, sometimes you think, like the quarter mile A models, for example. All of these names, we've seen them race somewhere before. This V6 division? All new names. All oh, new yeah. names. All new names. Uh, all all Nerdos. With, with a very, very few exceptions. And I think, uh, what? Mitch Opsall race. Right, but I, I mean, you're talking two out of 18. Everybody else is kind of a the, new face. Into you the know? club. Yeah. That was the goal, and that's working. It, 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 and that's a great thing, right? Oh, right. Absolutely, because now these guys have experience in racing, and 
oh, cool, I want to move into something. This is fun. I want to move into something different. Uh, uh, Even uh, just the Sizzlin' 4, uh, which uh, uh, that yeah. car count is. And, and the V6 class is the new Sizzlin' 4, right? Oh, right. It used to be you could go get a four-cylinder out of the junkyard really easily, gut it out, and just run. And now the class has kind of gotten to the point where you got to know your stuff in the four-cylinder. Play the tire game. You know, it's a tire game. It's moving this spring here, that kind of thing. I mean, if you go down to Jefferson, yeah. those things are full-blown race cars. There are a lot of classes that are like that. So now you got the V6. And personally, I hope it stays the way it is. Bash the damn windows out of the car. Throw some safety equipment in it. That's it. Yep. And there's so many varieties out there. You got right. You got an Eagle Talon out there. You got a Saturn out there. I'm just and waiting a little for the bit mom van to come out. Oh, yeah. You can get vans. You can get S10 pickup trucks. Grand Caravan? Let's you have all kinds there. of things. Volkswagen Vanagon? I know someone who has a couple Grand Caravans. <laughs> Why don't you get one out then? Uh, because I have to run the freaking camera. Run it from inside Dan, the car. If, Dan, I'll make you a deal. If you want to race in the Roval class, I will run the camera for you. Podcast we can find Dan someone to run the camera on the spot. I would like to run an ISS Enduro before I get in anything else. Deal. I've done that. Okay. It's not, not, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of wish I would have run like, before I tried that, I kind of wish I would have run like a, 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 a lesser a car, like lesser car count heat and feature, just have a little more space to get out and kind of feel what the car does because... In those ISS and Neuros, there's, you know, 70, 80, 90 cars out on the track, and you kind of get stuck in a spot. Okay, cool. I get stuck in a spot on the highway all the time. And I get <laughs> spun out by Kirby Kurth and <laughs> car stops. <laughs> yeah. Ten laps in. Mark Eswine and I have something in common. Oh, boy. Spun out by Kirby what Kurth. What a dirt ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mark's... Mark's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Been, uh, the jolly good 71. Yeah, I've been having fun having him. Mark's been coming to some Thunder races and racing hard with us, so that's pretty cool. Um, so we got the V6 cars. Been enjoying those. Something you just kind of Repeat winner tonight. Repeat winner. Three races, two winners. Henry Neardles has won two. Yep. Drew Diedrich's run run. Yep. The, things I the thing I really like about these V6 cars, they're beating on each other. Rubbing fenders, smashing quarters, whatever. Right. <laughs> whatever. You know, let it go. I feel like we've seen a few of those cars out at the uh, Eva Destruction. We'll probably see a lot of these back at the Eva Destruction, oh, I would imagine. Yeah. Yep. September, there, there was one, September 11th, by the way. It was kind of a greenish teal color. had uh, bullhorns on it. I know I've seen that one out at the Eva Destruction. <laughs> That's great. And, and speaking of Henry, he, um, I know his dad, Ron, he works up at Broadway in the Collision Center. Um they are going to run one of Pete McVeigh's cars in the quarter-mile late-model class at some point this year. So Henry's been good. running that 76 car in the quarter-mile late-models. Okay. Kind of the uh, outlaw body on it. And then he ran a four-cylinder tonight, too. He did? Yeah. Which one was that? The number 76. I don't remember it. See, I, oh, no, no, I do remember yeah. it. Uh, it looked like an enduro car. Yeah, that's, uh, you love to see it. Yep. You right, love you. to see someone... Kind of a new face, just come out and now running three divisions. Awesome. That's cool. That's great Good stuff. stuff. Great stuff. Uh, speaking of the four cylinders, 
Beatty's, 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 Wolf. Yeah, Axe Scott, Scotty's been having a good season so far. Except for Scoots. tonight. Yeah, Which car is Scoots normally running? Because I know he has two coming in. Oh, uh, the black and green. That's what I thought. The black other car green, just 18. a backup, or is that just That's travel? Dirt. Okay, dirt. Dirt car. Specialty dirt car. car. Specialty Ooh. car. Yes. Well, dirt cars can get it done on the asphalt, too. And is, what's Jake your, Peters. <laughs> he was, was a running dirt a dirt car tonight. I'm going to tell you, Jake Peters, a couple, well, I don't know, I don't remember Dude, if it was, he was last season year. or two seasons ago, he was in the championship running in that 50. Last year. Very, very strong. And then he comes back this week and ends up, he was second tonight, right? Second in the feature yeah. and third for qualifying with a dirt setup, which normally doesn't work. Well, I don't know what he does. Just drives it, man. That's it. Just drives real it. man. Just drives it. But, you know, what was it last week for the white race? How many four-cylinders did we have? We ran three heat races, and 30? then they cycled right back around for the last chance. Yeah. They're ready for the feature. I think, yeah, I think it was 28, 29, 30, something like that. That's excellent. Enough. That's excellent to see. Scott Wolf, speaking of him, fast time tonight by three-tenths over the field. Yeah. Wow. That car 17, is 17, Yep. What is the track record for the four-cylinder class? I don't know. Probably I'll have to look 17. that up. I'll have to look it that up to be next year. a few years ago when... Uh, Revest? Nope. Brayson ran the Honda. Oh. Mm. That's the that's the one that I'm thinking ha holds the record still. Yeah. And it's probably like a 17.4 or 17.5. Because they didn't always qualify, though, either. So it's no. kind of weird to yeah. know exactly where Ran it is. for point or by point average. Yeah, exactly. They lined them up there for a long time. And then they started qualifying and... But yeah, you had three Beatties in the top five. Peters was second, and Gittner was fourth. Larry Gittner. By the way, when I interviewed Larry, uh, was that two weeks ago that he said fast time? He's still got the old sportsman car slash limited late model. He says Randy's got his. I said, Randy's old Mustang. Yeah. Can nice. you just bring him out and like park him on the? Could run him with the quarter mile late models. Why not? The, yeah, or at least park him up by the ticket gate or something. I just want to look at him again. Oh, well, maybe we'll see him in a circle of fame. There we go. Get some brothers in there. I just want to see those cars again. <laughs> Remember the days. Remember the days. A 99. 99. Shout out to 90. our sixth place finisher tonight, too, in the four-cylinder class, Derek Shally. Yeah. So yeah. Mickey's kid, he Good is really running great yes. in the four-cylinder class. Right. He got a little bit of experience last year at Plover, and uh, now he's kind of sharing the seat with Dan Thompson. And that's Dan's only running the second in the heat race and running really yeah. good. So, Good last two weeks for him. So uh, Scott broke a hub. Right Is that what that was? Yep, that's well, what happened. That'll do it, he was, he was flying through the field. Yeah. That, I don't know what That's hard on the right front hub when you're flying through the field. <laughs> yeah. There's extra load bearing there. Yeah, a lot of weight <laughs> on that. A lot of weight going on that. Speaking of uh, fast qualifiers who have had some bad luck, Wisconsin Sport Trucks. Oh, my God. Bobby Watts here. Every week I go down and talk to him after he sets fast time, and he's confident. He's going to, maybe I just got to stop talking to him. I might Just be. I might be jinxing him. him. I, I, I like him. the guy. I like to talk to him. I, I don't want to ignore him. I want him <laughs> to have the chance to say his piece. But I'm starting to feel like I'm bad luck or something for the poor guy. Man, what happened? Do we know what happened this week? I Dropped mean, out. I'll find out next week. Maybe yeah. motor issue or chain or and, something. And you talk about a baity 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 top five. How about the Vanderloops? Up oh front in the Wisconsin Sport Trucks. JJ, birthday boy, 
Second place finish to Mike Berg. Congratulations to Mike, by the way. He's been He's been right there. Yeah. And he's been in this division for a long time, and he's always good for two, three a year. But, man, he looks strong tonight. But J.J., yeah. second year, 72 truck, birthday boy, second place finish. Man, that's got, that's got to feel great. And these guys not, not only run Kakana with their trucks, all the traveling series races, they go to them. See them mm -hmm. at Norway, see them at Slinger. And it's fun to watch them. Uh, as they get more experience and more confidence, we'll probably out. see them in the quarter-mile, eight-models or on the half-mile. Yeah, quick shout-out, August 8th for the Wisconsin Sport Trucks in junction with the Tundra Race at uh, Wausau. Sport Trucks will be out there. That'll be good. Bouncy, good track for them. Bouncy track. Bouncy, bouncy. You know, who I'm really impressed with is um, Jason Van Handel. Right. Could have been a bad night for him. Oh, it could have been. Could have been a really bad night for was, him. He was leading the points. I don't think he is now. Uh, he might still be because he recovered very well. Ended up with ninth. a top 10 finish. Yeah, he ended yeah. up ninth. Sp Even though he was a lap down. Spun early in the race, went a lap down, kept going, and ended up ninth. Yeah. You know, he just kind of shows you. He's got to trudge on. Just Kylie Vandermoss qualified top five again. And right. Third in the feature. Good. Again, just keep plugging along. I, I really feel like this season – and I hope I don't jinx this, but for some reason, I think, you know, you always have, like, maybe there's one good point battle, two good point battles. I really feel like this year, we might see, like, three, four, or five that come down to the very last night. I think you're right. A lot of classes are really tight right really now. Really tight. Super lates are tight. Lates are tight. Super stocks are pretty tight. We haven't talked about them, but you have Trevor Howard leading. But that 26 car, Josh Miller, Dave Meyerhofer, that one wins tonight. They're closing in. You got Jeff Tremel, who's really looked good this year. Somehow has figured out the outside line. He won the white race last week. I think all those guys are starting to figure out that outside yeah. line yeah. again. Shane Krieger Shane and Rachel Meyerhofer's old championship right. car. I, I think you're going to see a point battle in that one. Even Cody Shepard. Right. He's coming into his own in that car, too. It's It's... There's eight or nine cars there, and they're all good now. Yeah. I what happened to Trevor in the feature? Um, uh, he so and he and Robbie Bobby got together, oh. and then uh, Robbie like Bobby got loose out of four, saved it, but took out Trevor's uh, tie rod. Yeah. Control arm. Hit him uh, on the right front. Wrong place, wrong time. Then. Uh, yep. Yeah. Trevor's been putting in a lot of work, and he's he's out there a lot on Tuesdays when he can make it out there dialing that car in. Speaking of the super stock class. Dill the Thrill. Dylan Wenzel walks by the Are you coming the out podcast? for the stand race August 6th? Let's get him in here. He's coming in for the stand race on August 6th. Andy Cassavant just told me a little secret. I'm not going to tell you what Andy Cassavant is showing up with, but he's going to be at the stand the man race with a new car on August 6th. August 6th, 49 laps for Stan Gracie only. Yep. I can't wait. Extra, I'm looking forward to it. Marty's putting a bunch of extra money into it. Marty Nussbaum. Yes. Extra money for fast time. I'm coming to play. Jeff from Fairways, Lawn Chairs, throwing in some I, money. I love it when Dill says he's coming to play because that means I'm coming to win. <laughs> I'm coming for the W. Do you got that yes. thing ready to go, or what's the deal here? Yes, most of the chassis I went through already, and it's ready to go. I fired it up this week, so it's just a little lot, few odds and ends, and it's ready to go. I'll you got the two track weeks. In practice. I'll hit the track once before I show up just to make sure everything's the way I like it, and it'll be ready to go. I think he's going to do okay. 
think so. I've got a hunch that he's going to do okay. So when Marty announced all the extra awards he's putting together, thanks again, Marty Nussbaum, for doing that for the stand race, I commented on his post on Facebook, are these awards presented pre- or post-tech? How do you feel about that, Dylan? Oh, no, you got you to you you toss there. the tech in there. It's been a while, but yeah, yeah. I'll do my best. I'll be a good boy. All the gears will be in there. Can I'll you come the run through tech before the race? Maybe After you should fast time. Maybe or you should come the week before so week you can before, get a tech. Make sure. Yeah. I, out some things. I, I try to have fun with it now, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be it, next it's a week. That'd be next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you show up. Maybe. Win. Top five, whatever. Get attacked. Just to make sure you can. It's funny in the inner make pits. Make it through the room of doom. In the inner pits, any time we get jacked up about something, it's guilt by association. Ah. We just blame. It is. That's but tough. You know, Blame you have who's to have fun doing it. Yeah, right? that's tough. Uh, you have to keep the tech guys on their toes. That's the way I look at it. You know. <laughs> that's right. Hey, as the son of a tech man, I know all about that. Hey, I actually teched this weekend at Jefferson for the Thunder Race. Did you? Believe it or not. Bodies. Scale. Oh, bodies. <laughs> yes. That's another story. Oh, here's Casavant. That's now. another story right, for another break time. Break the news but, on uh, the podcast. Yeah. We're live. I didn't tell anybody whose car you bought. Stand race. If we're saving it, if we're saving it as a secret, it's still a secret. But Casavant will be at the stand race with a new car, a car that, a car that you've seen, but new to Andy Casanova Casavant. <laughs> oh boy, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, get I'll your be, tickets. I'll be looking forward to passing them. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Shots oh fired. There we go. So yeah, that that's coming up quickly. That's gonna be a big night too because the pavement pounders that night, yes. August sixth. Oh, yeah. So you come August fourth for the Dixieland, and then that following Thursday, there's a whole bunch of special stuff going on in the quarter mile with the now, pavement which, pounder and the stand the man race. No, which class is gonna be there the quarter mile? Late models or the rock and rovals? I believe both of them are off. That yeah, but week. I think both are off. Because of the dirt sport the, mods. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I think I we're only sure. going to have the Rovals twice more. Okay. Because of that, every other week deal. It's too bad. That is. As it's growing. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting fun to watch. <laughs> Fans love it too. They, they should. You, you give them a little poll at the end, and they yeah, they're cheering, they're enjoying it. Yep. I don't know. Maybe I'm not a fan anymore. Of the pavement ponders? No, just in general. Maybe I'm not a fan anymore. Can I be considered a fan now that I work for the club? I'm still a race Lifeline, fan. Lifelong fan. Everybody's a race fan, man. Yeah, I'm even looking up on my phone right I'm, now. I'm what a race fan. At the NASCAR race. Yeah, I'm a race I have fan. No idea. Who, I'm a race fan who happens to get to talk over the microphone. That's fair. That, that's all it is, you know. Multiple times in the same night. Right. At multiple different racetracks for some reason, and God bless the promoters that allow me to do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I enjoy it. Apparently, I won forty-five dollars in DraftKings tonight. Who won the race? I'm looking right now. See, there's my little award. Oh, there you I go. I guess the next round. Congratulations. And by the way, I mean, you can say who won because Dan will get this up and there will already be three more NASCAR races done. Yeah, because they're running every other day. They really are. There's a truck doubleheader this weekend. There is. Ooh. Friday, Saturday. At Kansas. Tyler and Derek Krause both going to be here for the Dixieland, by the way. For what? 
Derek Krause was Derek super Krause impressive at he the was Slinger great Nationals. at the Nationals. He was. You know, and okay, so yeah, he's an NASCAR driver and this and that and whatever. He had never really been successful at Slinger in the super late model, though, but this time around, oh, yeah, he was, yeah, he he figured, figured it out. out. Yeah. Denny Hamlin took the win with Brad Keselowski second and Martin Truex third. Okay. Nice. Kansas. Right? Is it Kansas? Cole it Custer Kansas. seventh, coming on strong. Okay. I, Cole is impressive. Yes. Yeah. And the Stuart Haas car, right? Yes. Speaking 41. of podcast 46, Cole. Cole Trickle. You already Cole said Custer. That. You said Cole. We're, we're going the Segway with Cole Custer. All right. Wait, this isn't a NASCAR podcast. That's for some other people from the yeah, track. That's Lauren and Mark. That's Lauren and Mark. They that's do loose a, lugs. Yeah, they do a good job. <laughs> uh, I think the last thing we need to talk about is the figure eights. The showstopper went in tonight. Shout out to Nick Ostberg in the Duracell copper car. Yes. Been good. Second tonight. And that's a guy that just... Came onto the scene who didn't really slinger guy. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. So that's been fun to watch, and we talked about this years ago, last year on the podcast, and maybe the year before. As we inch closer to the eve of destruction, mm-hmm. we will see the figure eight car count continue to rise right. as right. people get ready and get their stuff together. Yep. Which makes it more interesting. And uh, still a shout out to the two prettiest figure eight cars out there. Matt Bowers, 18, and Josh Anthony's 10. Somehow still looking. Josh Anthony was down on the front stretch today for yeah, opening ceremonies because he won last week. That car is so pretty. Oh, it's nice. Up close, it's so pretty. It's insane. You would never think a figure eight car would they be. You know, Rockstar Russ always did a good job making his cars look good, too. So we, yeah, you but know, they're, they're, they apply to the 150 rule. What's the 150 rule? Looks good from 100 feet away <laughs> at 50 miles an hour. Oh, all right. Well, Josh Anthony's looks good, like, right next to it. Yeah. And a uh, little side story on Josh. I ran into him last week. He is uh, in the process of trying to finish quarter-mile late model. Okay. Ooh. So, at some point, maybe this year, we'll see Josh Anthony Be run great. the quarter-mile late model class. Be great. I know there's another person that's trying to finish up a late model. Are Scott we, Wolf? Are we at his establishment no. right now? We may or may not be oh, at his establishment right we're now. We're at his establishment right Where now, aren't we? By the uh, way, we're at the X in downtown yeah, Kakana. put a body on and stuff, I think, yet. Right. And his uh, no, son Riley. pretty well on. Son Riley racing a little bit of Super Stocks, too. Riley oh, Krieger. There you go. Jumping in so and you out. Riley, Shane, yep. and Craig. There we go. Get them all racing. Kriegers, Beatys, Mondays, Bennetts, Meyerhoffers, Vanderloops. Man. It's a family affair. I'm going to tell you what. It makes it a little easier on me. <laughs> I can just say, oh, there goes Vanderloop. Springstros. Vanderloop to the inside. Vandermolens. Vanderloop to the outside. <laughs> you know? Makes it a little bit easier. I've noticed that. That's one of my announcer Vander hacks. Vandermosses. <laughs> announcer hack number 15. Always Speaking just say the last name. Where's Taylor been? All right. So the story on Taylor. Injured he, reserve. He was here the first week. <laughs> Should have won the feature. There was a little snafu with a car pulling on the track in front of him while he was leading. CT. Ended up finishing, I believe, third. And during the week at work, he had a accident, which he tore some ligaments in his foot ankle. And because it's a worker's comp type thing, you can't really mess around with getting in a race car when you're on worker's comp. So he had a couple doctor follow-up visits, and I believe... If his next follow-up appointment goes well, we'll see him next week. 
You know He's what? very close to returning. That's too bad because the way he looked that first Oh, it was oh, phenomenal. Wow. He would have had a very... You can have another guy kind of up in that championship exactly. conversation the way he ran that first And when week. he comes back, I'm sure that's all he's been thinking about. He will be strong. Right. right. So he's on the sidelines, but right. he's itching. Still there watching every itching week. Itching to go, yeah. Still there watching every week. That's for sure. Well, gentlemen, it's been nice to be back here at the X in downtown Kakana. Invite you all to come on down here and check it out. Uh, Craig, is, they've done some nice improvements to this place here over the... Over the quarantine. Yeah, they have. Looking really nice inside here, so come on down and check it out. They took down the sign of all the specials. Free pizza and darts on Wednesday? Is that Sunday or Wednesday? It sounds like Wednesday. I Damn. think it was Wednesday because we always complained. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, like we were a day well, off. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're race car people. We'll always complain about something. FRC.us, WRMotorsports.com. Find Fox River Racing Club on Facebook. Find Wisconsin International Raceway on the Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Guys, can you believe we only got like seven weeks left? Thanks, COVID. We only missed two. I know, but it feels like we missed more. We missed three. But one of them would have been a rainout anyways. Yeah, so we had two rainouts and a COVID night. Yeah, well. Yep. As Let's just stands. hope there's no COVID nights on the back end. Right. That's what I'm getting Don't a little even. worried about. But uh, so far, so good. Fingers crossed. Wear your mask to festival, and uh, we'll just keep chugging along. All right, guys. Stay out of trouble. Dan, I'm looking at you. I'm not going to get into trouble. Uh, you guys can't see my face, but I look disapprovingly. And I like the hockey jersey for tonight. Yeah. Hockey's coming back a week from Saturday. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> Did you stop recording? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Leon Dreisaitl, Art Ross Trophy winner for the 2020 season, so 2019-2020. Uh, Go Oilers. Is that what we want to end yeah. off on? Absolutely. Go Oilers. Okay.